Fed up with the fact checkers constantly labeling all of your posts as misinformation, missing context, or just straight up false when you know for a fact that it's not? Well, come check me out. I'm Justin over at the Fact Check This Podcast. I cover all of the shit that the fact checkers get wrong, plus general topics of the day and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. So come check it out. Fact Check This Podcast. You won't be disappointed. Welcome, everybody. It is that time of the week again, which is the end of the week. It is. So it's that time for your weekend wrap-up here on the Break the Bell podcast. Yes, hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is the end of the weekend, unfortunately. It is the very end of the weekend, and it wasn't nearly long enough. It never no, is. It I never had, is. I had two kids' birthday parties in one day that's, yesterday. That's just it was insanity. It was. It was, and I didn't even know I was getting myself into that. I thought it was... Um, one this weekend and then one next weekend and we're gonna have to travel to illinois for both of those and i was okay. not looking forward to making that trip twice but i was going to do it because it's my nieces and nephews and stuff so it's like yeah I'll, I'll go ahead and do it but then we get there friday night for my which my nieces was going to be on saturday and um my, my sister-in-law was like, yeah, uh, the party's at five tomorrow. And I was like, I thought it was at two tomorrow. And she's like, no, that's my nephew, my on my sister's kid. I was like, but I thought his was next weekend. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's today. That's why we're doing hers late. I'm like, no, I swear they said it was on the 29th. And she's like, today's the 29th. I was like, or uh, yeah. tomorrow's the 29th. I was like, shh, dang. And I didn't yeah. get birthday cake at either one of those that, either. That's bullshit, right? That there. is two birthday parties and no yeah. birthday cake. They should put that on the invitation. They should. They, well, well, the one did. She said we're having tacos and donuts. So donuts are a good substitute. It's okay. It's but okay. the other one just had ice cream. Yeah. For whatever reason, so like, like, like good ice cream or was it like like chocolate or vanilla? It was or... vanilla and chocolate, but they had like an ice cream bar with all this different candies. Oh, okay, and okay. Shit okay. And that, that's not put bad. on. Yeah, it was pretty good, but I was just like, it's st- missing it's the still cake. On the cake yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got robbed this weekend. <laughs> so it, all that to say, like it was just a lot going on. Made this weekend kind of really short. So yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? It was it was good. It was good. Um, I, you know, just uh. The kids have activities, so that takes up a good part of yeah. the, you know, Allie's got basketball and then my son's got, or both of them have swimming lessons. Okay. And so, uh, you know, so that takes up a good bulk of things. And then trying to do some pre-spring cleaning. And then uh, we had a Christmas party to go to last night. So you had, first of all, you had a Christmas party yeah. in the last two days of January. Yes. yes. And well, then you're also trying to pull in spring yes, training in I know. the last week of January. I, I, I transcend seasons. So, yeah, <laughs> you have this, like, massive overlap going yes. on. But the the thing that concerns me most is today is the last, second to last day of January. Yeah, yeah. The comment that your wife made today. Yeah, she, she is um, unhappy that it's the almost – tomorrow's the last day of January because she wants more winter. Does she spend a lot of time outside? I, I – no, no, but she did. Does go her job today. require her once in a while to go <laughs> no, outside? No, and get... if it did, she would not want more winter because mine does. Mine Yours does. Too. Yes, yes, 
Yes. Hers does not. No. Yet she is the one that's praying yes. through the cold. Yes. Sad that the cold's going away. Yes. And people that don't yes. spend time out in the cold should not get to complain I, I about it not being. Cold and that's enough. what she said. She's like, "Wow, I, I well, I hope it get, it's really cold until then." No, no, <laughs> screw that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking because nothing good is gonna come out of my mouth after that. That is yeah. that is fucking selfish. It is. It is. It's very irresponsible. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that's grounds for divorce, right? <laughs> right for a praying woman. Right. You shouldn't be able to pray for cold weather. No. That that's like. That's like praying to win the lottery for yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. God bless all those poor people out there, specifically me, <laughs> with a lottery. Yes. Just mostly just me, though. Yeah, that, yeah just me. <laughs> That's yeah. what that is. Yes. Yeah, we got several things to talk about, really important things and not so important things. The most important thing I think that happened this week is Tom Brady's retiring. You know what? Don't, don't disappoint me. He's retiring, right? No, it's an unfounded rumor. And what I what I think happened, what I think happened is that Ben Roethlisberger I'm, retires, I'm, is retiring, and he's getting a lot of love. Mm -hmm. So Tom Brady's like, you know, that's kind of nice. I want some of that. So then he he's let slip that he might be retiring to see what reactions. And people are like, fuck yes, all right, now we can watch some football. And he's like, wait, okay, wait. well then maybe I won't <laughs> yeah, retire. Yeah. So no, yeah. So it, it is not official. It is so, not official. What did we compare? The the kiss uh, going away like yes. final tour last weekend we compared something to that I don't remember what yeah. it was but now I'm yeah. going with Tom Brady was yeah. it Tom Brady last weekend No I don't think it was I don't either it was, I don't remember what it was either But, but Tom Brady yeah. is the kiss farewell tour it yes. just won't stop Yeah yeah just and, go away and just and fucking and go away Exactly no nobody wants you here mm -mm. Especially now that he didn't make it to the Super Bowl his yeah. team's probably not going to have that much faith as much faith I, in him I would now, think I so think. because he really slumped off at the end yeah, of the season Yeah it's kind of like so, been this season people right. saw the writing on the walls oh yeah he should go out i mean he still had a good season yeah he made right. it like pretty they got to the playoffs they yeah. weren't supposed to so yeah you know and so he read the writing he's like you know i'm not going to be able to do another season tom brady needs to do the same yes please I agree. but thanks for dashing my dreams i'm sorry i i had to throw that out there because my my dreams were dashed so <laughs> before i get in the show as always we got to mention our coffee sponsors which are way less disappointing than what you just yes. gave me there. Uh, that's Run Your Mouth Coffee. They have a very undisappointing product that they deliver. <laughs> that is delicious, uh, fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door. They also support free speech. They also support you being able to uh, bash on uh, Tom Brady for 20 minutes in a yes. podcast. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word. Um, you won't be disappointed, not nearly as disappointed as I am yes. with you right now. So, <laughs> rymcoffee.com. Yes. Get good coffee. Drink it. Drink it. Don't be disappointed. You won't. You won't be. You won't be. That's it. Make sure you check us out all over social media as usual. We have a website, like an official website. Now, now you got to give me some slack here. If, if you're like one of those like web designers or something that that actually critiques other people's web work i'm not a web designer i thought it turned out good yeah but impressed. you're not a web designer no, that critiques other I'm people's but i do visit other websites all right so bill says it's good we do have an official web website finally after almost a little over a year and a half of doing this we finally got a website up that is uh 
BreakTheBellPod.com. Check it out. That's a nice central location where you can find our videos, you can find our social media, um, our audio, and and everything. Our 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 merch store. It's all in one spot, one lump spot. So you don't have to go searching all different places to find all the different things. So that's BreakTheBellPod Pod for Podcast.com. And tell tell us what you think. If you like it, if you don't like it, tell us what you think. Again, go easy on me because I I don't do this for a living and. I don't have time to do it for a living. So it was a major freaking headache, though. I bet. I bet. Just getting it up and running. So breakthebellpod.com. I'm I'm excited. I feel like we're finally official. Yeah, no, it, Even it though, seems very official. I feel like not too many people really care too much about websites, like going to websites versus going to social media anymore. But if you don't have an official website, then you're not official. So right, really right. all it is, it's kind of like the blue check on Twitter. It's right. just you're official if you have a .com website or something yes. or a .com or like a break the bell pod email address versus an at Gmail email yes. address. So I feel like we're and, more official. And you got it up on, was it Friday? Fri uh, Friday night, Saturday Friday, morning. So, the, there, so that would be the 28th. Yeah. Okay. So January 28th, break the bell pod became official. Yes. As far as I know, that's the day. <laughs> it could have before that. I'm not sure, but I think that's the day it went live. That just shows how much work you put into it. <laughs> check that out. Also, check us all over social media. If you don't know where we are on social media, go to breakthebellpod.com, and I have links to all our social media there. So I'll just direct you through there. Um, share us, like, subscribe, all that fun, happy shit that we tell you to do every single week so we can get our name out there. Let's get into some news. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, first of all, little piece of news. All right. Do you know who Howard Hessman is? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, you ever watched the sitcom uh, WKRP in Cincinnati? It was 70s. Uh, I think I watched a couple episodes. Okay. I, I, I used to enjoy the show. Um, and I'm not a big sitcom guy, but mm -hmm. I like that one. Anyways, he passed away this week. Okay. Uh, yesterday, actually. That's so it. he was Dr. Johnny Fever. He was the very cool rock DJ who oh. was always very sleep deprived. <laughs> and uh, so he passed away. So oh, that's just sad. a small shout out to I him. I mean, they're just dying in numbers now. Uh, yeah that's what I, I think i put it like we're losing like two or three a week now yeah that's definitely got 21 b already yeah. so that's sad yeah let's move on to the important news the bbc uh declares or is reporting that disney is getting rid of Minnie mouse's dress because obviously that's sexist of course and replacing it with a pantsuit that's very Hillary Clinton-ish. That's what I was going to say. Disney yes. has gone to extreme lengths to turn Minnie Mouse into fucking Hillary Clinton. That's, wow. That's, I hope she doesn't adopt the laugh. Did anybody, was anybody actually bitching about Minnie Mouse's dress? No. no. Were, were they I like, think oh, she was grandfathered in. I mean, it's so freaking sexist that Minnie yeah. Mouse is wearing a dress when uh, not yeah. all women wear a dress. Well, that's fine, but not all women, not many women wear pantsuits either. So now you. <laughs> Thank God. You, I'm sorry. There's think, no bigger turnoff than a woman in a pantsuit. I was going to say, I think it's more offensive to a woman to put Minnie Mouse in a pantsuit than it is uh, to yes, a dress. Yes. Because now you're, you're con considering all women like Hillary Clinton style yes. women. Yes. So this is reported by the BBC. Like I said, it says Minnie Mouse to swap her dress for a trouser suit. Says the world's most famous female mouse is getting an outfit makeover. Did they take a poll to? See I was going to say, uh, is, is there another famous? female? There, there might be other female mice we that might are to... more popular. You think there we'll take be... a poll? Who okay. do you think? Who do you think is the most famous female mouse in history of all time? In the world, no less. Yes. Minnie Mouse will soon be changing into a smart blue pantsuit, swapping out 
of her traditional red polka dot dress while keeping her iconic bow. Well, isn't that offensive too? Because not all say. girls wear a bow. Not many girls wear not bows. Many, no. But then she'd just look like Mickey Mouse if she that's didn't true. have a bow, which I guess maybe that's <laughs> that what, might they're, going be what for. they're going for. The new look was designed by Stella McCartney to celebrate 30 years of Disneyland's Paris Resort. Despite the change being just a temporary one, sure. it has been met with a mixed reaction online from Disney fans. I mean, if it's going to be temporary, if she just wants to change her clothes, maybe she feels disgusting right. wearing that I same dress. Say, it's been, what, 75 years she's been wearing the same damn dress? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm okay with that. So Minnie will debut the blue tuxedo in Disney's Paris Entertainment Resort for March 2022, where she will wear it in time for Women's History Month. Oh, there you go. This new take on her signature polka dots makes Minnie Mouse a symbol of progress for a new generation. Is it, though? You know, getting rid of polka dots is progress. People (laughs) stopped wearing fucking pantsuits years ago. Yes. This isn't progress. This is like 30 years ago. This is like what you consider progress maybe 30 years ago. Like maybe in the 70s, 80s, when business women started wearing pantsuits. Walt Disney Studios has moved in recent years to boost its on-screen diversity, setting films in new locations and casting characters from a wider range of backgrounds. In its upcoming adaption of Snow White, the studio is casting Latina actress Rachel Zegler in the film's starring role, but online reaction to Minnie Mouse's outfit change has been mixed. While some have welcomed the mouse's sartorial rebrand, others despaired at her departure from the classic ruby-red colors and her well-known dress. Conservative U.S. commentator Candace Owens criticized the makeover as an attempt to make Minnie Mouse more masculine, accusing those behind it as trying to destroy fabrics of our society. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) I'd say on both sides of the fence here, we're getting a little ridiculous. On one side, it's like, well, we got to take these bold strides to make bring diversity to disney it's like by putting yeah. a fucking pantsuit on a cartoon mouse who cares <laughs> yeah exactly and then on the other side you got candace owen said they're trying to destroy the fabric of our society by putting a pantsuit on Minnie mouse yes is there any happy middle here <laughs> there can, should be there can there really be people be. like us that are just like y'all are fucking stupid yeah <laughs> because i don't care what fu- Minnie mouse wears no the fact that they chose a pantsuit is stupid i think that's dumb yeah she could have wore a smart business suit with the skirt yeah, or right. just jeans anything and a t-shirt. besides a yeah, je- <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, a, a sundress. Yeah, uh, you know, like I mean, there's so anything. many other ways yeah. to go. But uh, first thing I think of when you say pantsuit is Hillary Clinton. Everybody does, and no woman should be associated with Hillary Clinton. No woman, not should even be Hillary associated Clinton. with a pantsuit. <laughs> no, no. So, do you think this is destroying the fabric of our society, though? No. Do you think no? This is just, I mean, maybe symbolic of the direction we're going, but I think that's get taking us, blowing this a little out of proportion. I I think, you know, you want real progress? Put a shirt on Mickey Mouse. (laughs) He's been topless for the last 80 years. Seriously, nobody wants to see Mickey Mouse's nipples. No, no, no one has free the mouse nipples (laughs) out there. Well, maybe that's progress. Maybe Minnie Mouse needs to go free the nipple, <laughs> bra free in twenty three. Maybe next year she's going to go, go braless. You there know? you go. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> God, this it, this is just fucking outrageous. It's a cartoon character. Yeah. I could see if it was like something like the Tar Baby, where it's clearly right. like racist, right? Depictions yeah. where they're like, eh, we gotta we gotta change this up, guys. Yeah. Or if it was like showing Minnie Mouse is like some kind of like um, lower class, like housewife sex slave to mickey or something <laughs> right 
which we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Seriously. <laughs> but a polka dot dress. Yeah. I mean, who cares? I was going to say, if you want to make her more cares? modern, get rid of the polka dots. Or just put a different outfit on her every time yeah. she comes on screen. Who cares? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, in the same respect, though, you got uh, M&Ms are coming out and playing the same uh, diversity rule, role by taking making the green M&M less sexy. Who... <laughs> <laughs> who looks at a cartoon M&M is like, that's You sexy. say that, but I bet you there is some kind of fetish out oh, there God. for green M&M. Oh my I'm God. just saying. There's a lot of weird stuff. I'm sure somebody, there's some people out there that are devoted to the green M&M. But wasn't it just the only difference, like lipstick and high heels? I mean, it's, And eyelashes, no, I think. There's no like. I know. I know. No curves I on the M&M or anything know, like that. It's just so I, I think they got. <laughs> one giant curve. <laughs> round is a curve too. <laughs> But I think what I'd read, they're getting rid of the high heels and putting like, like some kind of boots on her or something. And it's just like, yeah. And they're, again, on one side, they're like, oh my God, praise be Eminem for falling into the diversity religion yeah. here. And then on the other side, they're like, fabric of society. Well, I, I heard somebody, there was some article where they were saying they're pretty sure the orange Eminem is Jewish. <laughs> Based on what? I, I don't know. I don't ever remember seeing an orange M&M on there. Yeah. There's the red one and the yellow one. Who's, the red one's like the short, stubby, like yeah. smart-alecky one. The yellow one's the big, dumb, bumbling one. Yeah. And then you got the apparently sexy green female M&M. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's the blue one, and then there you got the orange one. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah. the orange one's Jewish? What's apparently. the blue one? What's the blue one? That is... is he black? <laughs> gotta have a black M&M. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> What do you mean, you M&Ms? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like, is there anything that we I, I think, should be outraged here? No. no I, should I we think be happy about this? ridiculousness that, that people are concerned about the sexuality of candy. That they're spending hard-earned marketing funds yes. to change the shoes of a green yeah. M&M in the name of diversity because they think it's going to sell more fucking it's M&Ms. It's more ridiculous than with the, um, what was the... Um, the, the bunny in Space Jam Babs, that they thought Babs was too bunny? sexy. Yeah. yeah. And so they had to like make her less sexual. And it's like, she's a fucking cartoon rabbit. Uh, and what's, again, what is wrong with making a woman appear to be a sexual being or a, uh, right. like in, um, enabling her sexuality or whatever? You think that would be part of diversity, like yeah. a strong, Right. Like hot or sexy woman is, I mean, on one side, does it have, should they have to be that? No. But on the other side, can they, should they not be that? Well, you know, should they not yeah. flaunt yeah. what they got, I guess, exactly. if they want well, to? That's, that's and, always been the complaint, you know, of, of America is that, you know, they're, uh, you know, repressed sexuality, you know, mm -hmm. you know, in France, you know, Babs Bunny's airing it out, you know. I oh, mean, yeah. her hairy <laughs> armpits and all. Absolutely, but no, in America, that she's too sexual. We gotta, we gotta drop some of the curves. Yeah, it seems like that's going backwards, though. Exactly, that's, exactly. That's, Female empowerment. Let them own their sexuality. Yeah, when or not, whichever they want. Who cares? Exactly. Stop. And again, it's fucking cartoons. Who yes. cares? <laughs> in respect to all of this stupidity we're talking about. Along the same lines, I've got this Fox News article that says a specific college in a university in um, Washington 
It would have to be Washington. I thought it was Wyoming, but it's Washington, so that makes more sense. It does. Yeah, Washington University now has released a guide of problematic words to include grandfather, okay. housekeeping, and spirit animals. Okay. Those are now included in the list of problematic words. Should we find out why? I think that's important. So language guide created by the university... University's Information Technology Department. It's not even by like a diversity, <laughs> right. like the yeah. the head of diversity no, or something like that. Sociology or anthropology, or, yeah, any it, of that it's, shit. It's IT the department. IT department <laughs> has decided that these words are problematic. <laughs> have you? Never mind. I'm not have you ever right. met an IT guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you're gonna say yes. because I was gonna say the same thing. The language guide created by the Uni university's information technology department states that grandfather, housekeeping, minority, ninja, and lame. Ninja? Ninja. What? They're all problematic words. I knew that ninja? one. Ninja? I knew that one would get your attention. <laughs> A University of Washington language guide is calling everyday words like Americans or used by Americans. I thought it said like. <laughs> God, I want to surprise me. Used by Americans, problematic. The University of Washington Information Technology Department released an inclusive language guide that lists a number of problematic words that are racist, sexist, ageist, or homophobic. According to the guide, words such as grandfather, housekeeping, minority, ninja, and lame are considered problematic. For example, the language guide states that the word lame is considered problematic because it's ableist. What? Have you... Have you ever what? said that's fucking lame and been like, oh, that's that's like a, a freaking crippled child that can't that only has like one and a half legs? No, no, no it's just that's freaking it's dumb. Stupid as hell. Aren't you being ableist by connecting the word lame to yes, yes, a crippled child? Exactly. Because nobody, nobody who's using no. the word lame makes that connection except yes. for you people yes. that are making this connection. Usually I see a crippled child. I'm like, oh, look, a crippled child. I don't say, wow, that kid's lame. Well, that's like if I was to say, stop being fucking retarded. And somebody's like, right. hey, you know, that that's offensive to uh, mentally disabled people. It's like, am I calling them retarded or right. are you connecting exactly. them with retarded? Because I called Bill, who I don't think is mentally disabled. I have he my may moments. Or may I have my me. moments. But that was never that never crossed my mind. It crossed your mind when you're like, oh. The yes. retarded mentally, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. And it, you think it'd be more offensive that that person is making that connection by right. correcting you than me, who's clearly not making that, yeah. like, considering that the reason yeah. why I called you that. Yes. Same with the word lame. That's even worse. It's like nobody, nobody has ever said, stop being so freaking lame. Yeah. It, it means, like, stupid or dumb or whatever. Yeah. Which right. I guess you can't even say those either. So I guess it is prob more That's problematic true. than I think. The word is offensive, even when it's used in slang for uncool, because it's using a disability in a negative way to imply the opposite. Okay, which would not be lame to it, be, which it, would not would be not lame to be superior. I had never considered lame as a disability. Nobody's used the word lame as a disability for like hundreds of years. Yes. Yes. I think the Bible was the last place I saw the word lame being used as a disability. Right. Yeah. And, and that maybe was, that's that's it. a that's a few thousand years yeah, old. Right. Yeah, right. Right. I I don't know. But but to say lame is uncool would imply that people who aren't disabled are cool. So it's problematic that way. 
I think that's reading too much into it. I think so, too. The guide also states the term minority implies less than attitude towards a certain community. Do you know what minority actually means? It does imply less than. Yeah. Less than than the amount of people in this group than this group of people over here. Yeah. There are less of you than there are of these people here. Therefore, by definition, you are the minority. Mm. So, yes, that one I can agree with. The term minority implies less than based on the fucking definition of the word but minority. Not not the less than of yeah, person. Not let like uh super inferior. Yeah. It's there's less of you there. Yeah. So this is the minority population. Oh, I guess I'm a minority. I'm gonna go sit <laughs> over here. <laughs> when minority is used to refer to other races or abilities, used as generalized terms for the other and applies less than attitude towards the community or communities being discussed. Let's move on from there. But but this is what happens when you get the ID, IT department trying to re, like re, relate to actual people. Yes. <laughs> they yes. can't do it. Exactly. I want to know why Ninja is on the list. I, I think is there we'll any that. more badass term than Ninja? It's got to be for like cultural appropriation or oh something stupid like that. Uh, grandfather is a problematic word because the term was used as a way to exempt some pe- people from a change because of conditions that existed before the change. The grandfather clause originates in the American South in the 1890s as a way to defy the 15th Amendment and prevent black Americans from voting. I understand they're making the connection of the grandfather clause is grandfathered in. But the term grandfather came long before the phrase grandfather clause or grandfathered in. So then why not just get rid of the phrase grandfathered grandfathered in in, or the grandfather clause? Yeah. Wouldn't that make sense? Right. So that's like... Well, we got grandmother here and the other old person of a masculine. <laughs> I thought that one was going to be maybe ages. I That's not... what I, I was expecting. I was like, they thought they were going to come out against grand. Housekeeping is problematic. How? The guide recommends should be avoided by others working in the information technology industry because it can feel gendered. <laughs> Which word is gendered? House or keeping? <laughs> I mean, I yes, primarily housekeeping roles back in the day were yes female that, positions. But I that's did housekeeping not, today. Yes, there's <laughs> plenty of male housekeepers at hotels yes. all the time. Maybe they just watched way too much um, right? housekeeping. <laughs> oh, uh, to- oh, Tommy boy, <laughs> Tommy boy, want me to fluff your pillow? God, <laughs> phrases with man, such as manpower, man hours or man in the middle, is considered not inclusive and thus sexist. I, I have no problem with you saying woman power, or what are they supposed to say? Person power? Yeah, person in person the middle. Person hours? People hours? Yeah. Person in the middle? I, who, ca- who cares? Exactly. Is there any woman cl- complaining when they're like, hey, uh, we got to get so many man hours, and they're like, uh, excuse yeah. me, <laughs> uh, there are women here too, so yeah. uh, are you saying we don't need Woman power, because that's very sexist. Yeah. Moving on. Keep going. Because we got to get to Ninja, at least. Preferred pronouns are problematic. Because the term preferred suggests a person pronoun is optional. (laughs) 
So even the left is fucking eating the left now, or the, yeah. the progressives are eating themselves because the left is the ones that came up with the preferred pronoun yeah, bullshit. Right. It's like, hey, what's your preferred pronoun? Yeah. So now they're like, uh, that's problematic because you're suggesting that my pronoun is optional to me. It it, it is it is op you can be called whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Right. I I it's like pick a fucking lane. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they started this shit and yeah. then they decided this shit was yeah. This is this is problematic. Wasn't the the sexist or uh homophobic people that made this a thing because yeah. the homophobic people see the word preferred pronoun, they're like, Oh, that's fucking bullshit. Right. You don't have a preferred pronoun. It's not optional. That's what the right. homophobic yeah, people but say. From the other way. Yeah. Yes. It's not optional. You're a he if you're born with a dick between your legs, you're a she if yeah. you're not. But now they're cut. They're the ones that are like, no, we get to choose. Uh, so it's our preferred pronoun. Right. And now they're like, uh, actually, that's homophobic <laughs> in the other way. <laughs> Wait, I what? I can't keep up anymore. Can I get a book? <laughs> Language such as no can do spirit animal and separating groups based on certain colors is racist. According to the guide, using red, white and yellow to separate different teams is based on racist tropes. No, no. Using no. using color colors based on ra as racist tropes, labeling white as good, black as bad, red as attackers, or yellow as excluded third parties is offensive. The term spirit animal is problematic because it's cultural appropriation. I no. because it's Native American. Native American, yeah. No. Who cares? Where's ninja? Where's ninja coming to exactly. play here? I it doesn't. They don't even specify See, why. That, that's ninja. the that's the biggest like People would go to war over that, and you don't even explain it out. Like, like you said, it's got to be a cultural appropriation. Thing. Yeah, like oh, it's like uh, Chinese or is it Chinese? Japanese? Is it Japanese? Yeah. yeah. I I, I only use ninja in term of ultimate like badass things, yeah. and I, yeah, yeah. You don't just call any willy nilly no, a no. ninja. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, you won't even call your kid a ninja because oh, hell no. you're not nearly cool yeah. enough to be in it. You might be like the karate kid pre Yeah, yeah, like yeah, pre-wax on mm -hmm. Daniel son. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you're not a freaking ninja. No. Daniel son wasn't even a ninja. No, Come no, on. No. <sighs> Let's move on to more important news, <laughs> such as the White House getting a cat. Wow. This is the first cat in White House history. Is it there is. Ever... It is. Does nobody uh else seem more like a cat person than freaking joe biden well <laughs> let's face it it's the only way he's gonna get any pussy in the white house <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true uh the the family of u.s president joe biden has welcomed the newest resident of the white house a two-year-old cat named willow a spokesperson for lady jill biden said the new addition was named after the cat's hometown of willow grove pennsylvania oh the cat is the first to live in the White House since George W. Bush. That's not that long. <laughs> no, it's that was not. three presidents yeah, ago. Right. It, it, it did they pick up the cat when they blew up the bridge? <laughs> uh, I guess Biden's do have a German Shepherd. So, but I thought they got rid of him because well, it says, he was too aggressive. No, it says Willow will join Commander Joe Biden German Shepherd. So okay. they do have a dog. But I thought they, they got rid cat. of Commander. Uh, I guess not. But that's all I want to say about that. Is they need Joe a bird. Biden. Joe Biden's a freaking cat person. Yeah. The bird. The bird would be making fun of Joe Biden. The, would. the bird would. would be saying, uh, let's go Brandon or something Jill, like that. Jill, I can't get up. <laughs> all 
day long. Wouldn't it be awesome if they had a bird in the Oval Office and like kept spilling like secrets? <laughs> yes. So speaking of Joe Biden's um, success, yes, ten people are injured in a Pittsburgh bridge collapse only hours before Joe Biden was set to go do this uh, speech on infrastructure Seems shady. upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, this is a sign of his failing plans and blah, blah, blah. No, I see this as pretty coincidental that yeah, a bridge a bit happens. Too coincidental. I, I did see a post that said this bridge wasn't even in his infrastructure bill <laughs> to get to get repaired. So that's funny. Yes, very. So I guess we'll talk about the actual news because there's not enough of the stupid shit to talk. I mean, there's plenty of it, yeah. but I mean, people might come here to hear the actual news, yeah. not just green and yeah. M&Ms and Minnie Mouse. So. I know, but, but that, you know, that's stuff that that's important stuff. Exactly. I mean, that's it's tearing at the fabric is. of our exactly, culture as exactly. we know it. It's it's tearing us apart. A bridge in the U.S. city of Pittsburgh has collapsed with six vehicles. That must not have been a very big. Uh, have you well, ever seen a bridge yeah. that only had I mean, six? The, the picture they showed of it, it, it looks like a very rural bridge. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like one of the big ones downtown. So it probably wasn't going to get any attention. Yeah. It says a bridge in the U.S. city of Pittsburgh collapsed with six vehicles, including a bus on on it at the time. Officials said 10 people sustained minor injuries, three of whom were taken to the hospital. The snow-covered Forbes Avenue bridge gave away Friday morning, sometime after 6 local time. The collapse happened just hours before Joe Biden visited the area to talk about infrastructure. Again, convenient. Right. Fire Chief Daryl Jones said first responders used ropes longer than 100 feet and formed human chains to pull victims to safety. Search dogs and drones were spotted at the scene. Bus driver Daryl Luciani and his two passengers at the time were among those rescued from the ravine formed by fallen br the fallen bridge. Uh, Mr. Luciani, 58, said he has... He was feeling banged up but wasn't injured. Well, that's because you, you fell off a bridge. Right. The bus was bouncing in shape. I, I don't care about the bus. Talk about the bridge. And it talks about he was supposed to be off Friday, but decided to work for oh, some extra money. I mean, we're important. getting into the important, important details right here. There. Yes. A nearby resident told the news channel that the incident sounded like a huge snowplow pushing through the surface with no snow. Residents have been asked to avoid the area after public safety officials confirmed they had to shut off a leaking gas line that goes under the bridge. It remains unclear what caused the city-owned bridge to cave in. Maybe it's because Pittsburgh is a shithole. Yeah. Maybe it's because um, some of the these major cities that get a lot of this money wasn't Pittsburgh the one that that one senator who was that who was that senator that or that person running for Congress that did those videos that's like. This is a Democrat-ran oh, city. Wasn't yeah. that Pitt Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was and showing like yeah. the slums of. I think yeah. she was from from Pennsylvania, yeah. wasn't she? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember who that was now. Or are you talking about uh, Kim Klasik? She was out of Boston. I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Maybe it was one of the leftover bridges that you know that Bane blew up in the last Batman movie. That <laughs> probably <laughs> says it remains unclear what caused the city-owned bridge to cave in. Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey said it had been inspected as recently as September, but a 2019 assessment revealed its structure was deteriorating. Shouldn't I, I mean, if what are you inspecting it for right, if you're not exactly. doing anything when it's deteriorating? Yeah. 
The steel span built in 1970 is a common route for motorists in central, into central Pittsburgh. Federal transportation officials said about 45,000 U.S. bridges, including more than 3,000 in Pennsylvania, are in poor condition. Again, very convenient this happens right before his right. visit to Pennsylvania for this infrastructure yeah. bill talk. And I'm sure he capitalized on that, oh, too. I'm sure he did. And it happens to be his own hometown, too. Says Friday, Mr. Biden traveled to the site of the fallen structure ahead of a pre-planned speech in West Mifflin, about 10 miles outside Pittsburgh, to proclaim the benefits of the funding. Yeah, this is the benefits right here. Look at this fallen bridge. Right. But we wouldn't have taken care of this bridge. So Says, I didn't realize there were more bridges in, P in Pittsburgh than in any other city, said the president, who was born in Pennsylvania. <laughs> You'd think he would know that, being a politician pushing this yeah. infrastructure bill. We are going to fix them all. And he was a senator for right. no, he was senator Delaware. Delaware. Delaware, yeah. But he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, but from what? Scranton? Yeah. But still, no, you think he's in New Jersey. How does he get, come Scranton, from Pennsylvania? Scranton's in Pennsylvania, Is it? I think. I thought Scranton was in New no, Jersey. No, I think it's Pennsylvania. I don't know. Go watch The Office. I'm pretty sure it's Pennsylvania. The American Society of Civil Engineers, which regularly scores... Maybe the office one is, and maybe he's from, that can, I, I don't know. Well, Mifflin, right? Yeah. Thunder Mifflin. Dun, yeah. The American Society of Civil Engineers, <laughs> which regularly scores U.S. infrastructure on an A to F report card, currently gives the country a C minus grade. Isn't that ableist or something like I, that? I think it is. So we can't yes. grade our children anymore. No, we shouldn't be we allowed to grade, grade our bridges. bridges. Yes, yeah, so they should just get pass or fail. Yes. <laughs> or just pass, mostly. <laughs> At least it's not like, do you remember that bridge in Minneapolis? Yeah. That, that was, was horrible. That Did they that, ever get that rebuilt? I don't know if they did. That would convince me to do the infrastructure bill. Yeah, probably. Because that was like a major, that was massive. major bridge. Yeah. So you think there might be some shady shit here. They're like, hey, let's pick. First of all, it was like one of the less traveled bridges right. into Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. They're like, eh, let's do it at a yeah. time when there's only like five people yeah, on there. Yeah, exactly. It just happens to be at a time, like a couple hours yeah. before we're talking about this infrastructure yeah. bill. And the just drop a is few bad miles away. The drop is shallow enough. No one will probably die. Yeah. I mean, the bus driver felt a little banged yeah, up. Right. But yeah. A little shady there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's just a little bit too much of a coincidence. <laughs> right. So a little, we got some some red flag or false flag action going on mm. here. False <laughs> Biden flag. style. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush had 9-11. <laughs> Joe Biden had Forbes Bridge. <laughs> five people on a right rusty bridge. It's all about, about your, your vision. Yes. <laughs> He's not playing the long game here. <sighs> Let's keep going. More Biden. The the Democrats learned their lesson a couple years ago when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm. died. When when yeah. they were like, "Hey, maybe she she should retire," and she's like, "They're like, no, she's like, she's gonna live forever." Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was their their beacon of yeah. women's rights, right? Yeah, and so they never wanted to get rid of her. Yeah. And then she happened to die, yeah, tragically. During a Republican president. So then we had, that was the, that wasn't Kavanaugh. That was the other one. Um, yeah. The uh, eight, uh, Amy ACB. Comey Barry, yeah, Barrett. Yeah. So, and everybody threw a bitch fit about yeah. that. I was like, oh, why are we waiting so long for our, our Supreme Court justices yeah. to die during the wrong time? So they, <coughs> excuse me, they learned the lesson. One of their own is stepping down. 
And this just came out last week. He's just like, hey, guys, I might be stepping down. And then all of a sudden it's just like, well, uh, so-and-so is stepping down. Who are we going to fill the spot? We got to fill it right away. Yeah. We got to get this in. We got to – and it's almost like since he suggested it, they're like – Yeah, right. Trying pushing to push his him ass out, out the door. Know, like, he probably is like, you know, I've just been a little tired lately. And they're like, fuck. We got to yeah. get him out. Come yeah. On. He's Who like, you know, I'm thinking of the next couple of years. Next couple of years, you get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, now. Right. If you yeah. have any thoughts, get out. Yeah, right. We're gonna lose the the House and Senate in November. We need our person in there yes. before that. We happens. cannot lose another justice. <laughs> yeah. Get out now. Well, Biden is fulfilling his vows apparently, and he is replacing. This is Stephen B- Breyer is the justice that's stepping down. Okay. And Biden is vowing to replace with a black woman. Okay. Okay. Like a real one? <laughs> I, I assume so, but... <laughs> With Biden, who knows? <laughs> main qualification? Yeah, a black right. woman. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, you know, he wants somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. I, I, I've i said this before. I would be offended to be... Oh, I would too, to be your token. Appointed to yeah. that position right. just specifically because you were... Well, well, what were oh. my qual- what were my qualifiers for being picked? You know well, who it's well, going to be. Black. Who's that? Michelle Obama. Is she even a lawyer? She is a lawyer. She is. Good God. Don't even. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. No. It's Michelle Obama. No. Yep. Stop it now. (laughs) Biden vows a black woman will replace Supreme Court Justice She mostly fits that bill. (laughs) Mostly. I mean, she fits at least half that bill. (laughs) The black part. Yes. (laughs) All right. So this one says, President Joe Biden Thursday said he intends to announce his Supreme Court nominee to succeed uh, Justice. So Stephen Breyer out then? I yet yeah, I don't think he's officially out, but I think he will be done. Like, well, Biden's soon. intending to announce his nominee already. Oh, I thought he was still. I thought he was too, but maybe they Let's pushed him out faster it. than I thought. Says he intends to announce his. It'll probably say in this article probably. if we read ahead. Plans to announce by the end of February his nominee. I have made no choice at this point, Biden said at the White House, but the president also confirmed he will follow through on his campaign promise to nominate a black woman to the high court. I will keep that commitment and she will be really articulate and clean for (laughs) same shit he said about Obama, probably in a letter in a letter sent early Thursday, 83 year old justice told Biden he expected to step down when the court begins its summer recess by late June. So there you go. He's stepping down. He's 83. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. But yeah, he by by the um start of their next session in the summer, he plans to be stepping down. Okay. Assuming that by then my successor has been nominated and confirmed by the Senate. Yeah, they ain't wasting no time. No. <laughs> Democrats hold a razor thin majority in the chamber, which is split 50-50. Vice President Kamala Harris would be the tie-breaking vote. Uh, so so yeah, they they need him gone by summer because the confirmation hearing mm-hmm. it's going to take a while. Well, yeah, and if the sen the Senate is the yeah. does the confirmation of this, so right now the Democrats hold the ha- the yeah. the Senate for now, but we think that's not going to be the case. Yeah. So he's kind of pushing that line by yeah. end of June when right we got till November for the the revotes. But I guarantee you, if they wait too long, mm-hmm. the Republicans are going to be like, "You need to wait on this." They got the filibuster they yeah. can use. So they can stretch it out. Yeah, do what Democrats did. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you're put slamming this thing through right before an election. Yeah, you know there's gonna be shenanigans. This will be interesting. It's gonna be ridiculous. I normally or I enormously appreciate the privilege of serving as part of the federal 
judicial system, I have found the work challenging and meaningful. My relations with each of my colleagues have been warm and friendly. <laughs> Who cares? Why, why are you saying all this? They all say that. Throughout, I have been aware of the great honor of participating as a judge in the effort to maintain our constitution and rule of law. He currently is the oldest member of the court and is one of three liberal justices on the nine-seat bench. The court's conservative ma majority, which includes three members nominated by President Donald Trump, has shown a willingness to flex its power in a growing list of divisive cultural issues, including abortion, guns, religion, and race. Breyer's retirement gives Democrats a crucial opportunity to replace one liberal justice with another before the midterm elections when Republicans hope to regain control of the Senate. So, I mean, it's really not changing much because yeah. it's replacing one for another. It's just right. securing that right. liberal position yeah. and, for and, the next you know, 50 and years. And I think as Donald Trump saw, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you're doing it, you know, if you're if you're nominating them or not. If they're doing their job, they're going to go against you, you know, if you're not right. doing something that's yeah, if you're not following luckily, the Constitution. I mean, hopefully, hopefully this is because uh, what was your name? Uh, Sotomayor. I mean, she's she's the other really liberal one, really? and she has she has gone against some of the liter liberal, um, like, um, court rulings here yeah. and there, you know, based on the Constitution. So again, if they do their job, it doesn't matter who's nominating them. So we got that going on. It's going to be a shit show. It will be. So so not only do we have, it's almost going to distract from the Senate election well that leading up this is this is their carrot mm -hmm. you know hey guys make sure you get out and vote for your democrat because if not the republicans might take the even more of a majority in the supreme court well it's not like they will take more of a majority in the supreme court because biden is still the one that's going to nominate they will right. just get to say which one of his nominations right go through will go through right. and yes it'll be stretched out and ridiculous yeah but it's not like they're going to get another Brett Kavanaugh or Amy Comey no. Barrett because Biden's unless Biden, I mean, Biden could be that stupid that he's just like, well, they're not taking one of my people. So I'll just throw one of their people at it. <laughs> he might be. So, uh, again, they can use that. They'll still use that as the yeah. carrot. They'll be like, well, the Senate's flipping. Yeah. It could possibly be flipping. Right. And we got this justice thing. So if you want the you want more liberal justices, then yeah. you need to vote blue yeah. in 22. Yeah. Hey, that, right. that was good. I, I, I coined that, that myself. Good. Vote blue in 22 um, because of the Supreme Court justices yes. to, to preserve this because most of the people out there probably aren't thinking, well, shit, we're still not going to get a red justice out there because right. Biden's the one still for the yeah. next two years nominating yeah. it. So, yeah. But, yes, they will use that as a scare tactic. Oh, yeah. I could see them actually <laughs> the Democrats prolonging this almost up to election time just so they can use this as a threat yeah. to be like, well, the Supreme Court justices, we got to get. Yeah, right. Uh, maintain the Senate. Yeah, I can see that. It's their own stupidity it is. at work. And then they'll stretch it out, and then it'll still get flipped, and then they'll still have the shit show going on. Yeah. And it'll probably be used to distract from everything else it they're will. doing, too. Yeah. Because that's what they do. It is. More, we got COVID back in the news. It never left the news. No. But this is like vaccine stuff. Yeah. Like, this is like dystopian type yeah. future orwellian crap. orwellian society shit in the news apparently there is a man he's not very old either 31 years old 
He has been denied a heart transplant in Boston because he's not vaccinated. That doesn't even make a sense. A man is fucking dying. And because he's not vaccinated, he won't get he's not transplant. taking care of his health enough. So he won't get a heart transplant because they want to pre he's he doesn't care enough about his health. So right. let's yeah. just let him fucking right. die. Yeah, we he's probably not going to last long anyways because he won't get the vaccine. So why waste a good heart on him? That's absolutely what they're saying. That's ridiculous. This is from uh, BBC News it says unvaccinated man denied a heart transplant by Boston Hospital. Says the U.S. hospital has rejected a patient for a heart transplant, at least at least in part because he's not vaccinated against COVID-19. DJ Ferguson, 31, is in dire need of a new heart, but Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston took him off their list and said his father, David. He said the COVID vaccine goes against his son's basic principles. He doesn't believe in it. The hospital said it was following policy. Brigham and Women's Hospital told the BBC in a statement, Given the shortage of available organs, we do everything we can to ensure that a patient who receives a transplanted organ has the greatest chance of survival. How many heart transplants? This this might this might offend some people. How many heart transplants do you think they've done for obese people, like morbidly oh, obese people? Yeah, a lot. A or lot. Uh, people that kidney transplants for people with diabetes. Yeah. Right. All the all right. the freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. But diabetes it. May or may not be something you can control on your own or right. could have at one point well, controlled yeah. on your own. Uh, but more of an obesity, that's not even looked at as a medical issue right. by a lot of people now. Yeah. I, but but we'll throw good organs in those people yeah. who have much less chance of survival than somebody not getting a COVID vaccine. Right. You know what else? Maybe if we reverse this, why would I give a COVID vaccine? To somebody who has such a perfectly good heart because of this massive organ shortage we have right now. Because what's affecting the hearts more right now? Yeah. COVID or the vaccine? Right. Yeah. The vaccine is affecting people's hearts that specific age, 31 mm -hmm. years old. Like, what was it? Like 20 or like probably 18 to like 35 year old males were being affected yeah. by the, the, what is it? Myo. Card carditis yeah. or something, whatever it's mm -hmm. called. Inflammation of the heart. Yeah. It's like, huh. Well, uh, we only have so many perfectly good organs. So we're only going to give it to the people who are taking a risk of destroying that heart by right. getting yeah. the vaccine. But that goes against their narrative. But no, it also goes against like the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. Right. Well, they threw that out a long time ago. Uh, obviously. But still, it's like uh these guys, uh, this perfectly healthy minus his fucking heart failing. Right. Perfect. No need. He doesn't have COVID, but because he's not willing to get this shot in the arm, we're going to hold his heart hostage yeah, right. until he falls in line and with the rest the of society right. and gets this vaccine. Yeah. How fucked up is this? Yeah. But but if he's like, OK, fine, I'll get the vaccine and then he dies. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is that? They attribute that to he waited too long. Probably. Well, he should have got the vaccine sooner. It's like, you know, if he had a good heart, he probably would have survived that jab. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Next that time, guys. I hear uh, all these medications, like, you know, the medication infomercials, how they have like the, oh, yeah. the long list of side effects right. at the end. Well, now they've added the like, uh, make sure you uh, alert your doctor if you've been vaccinated or plan to be vaccinated within the blah, blah, blah amount. Like, these medications might yeah. have adverse reactions right. to the COVID vaccine. That's scary. And yeah. And I mean, they're just 
breezing through it. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah. It's like, right. well, why are all these medical uh, companies all of a sudden warning, hey, make sure you talk to your doctor about whether or not you're vaccinated before you take our medicine. Yeah. Because this could be a problem for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Says a spokes spokesman at said the hospital requires the COVID-19 vaccine and lifestyle behaviors for transplant candidates to create both the best chance for successful operation and to optimize the patient's survival after transplantation. Shouldn't that be their choice? Well, you know, what what about this? <laughs> this is gonna be more of it. <laughs> this is gonna be more of it as fuck. No, I'm good with that. What about this? Why are you so concerned about a lengthy survival afterwards when you're getting paid per transplant you could just he could die three days later then you could get paid again five hundred thousand dollars again to put that into somebody else and you just got double there you go double funded for one heart yes why are you running a hospital you know shit <laughs> this is capitalism baby that's right it's like that's shouldn't right. we putting these organs in people that are more susceptible to die yeah. because then we get more money by putting them into somebody else the medical like big pharma is all about making more yeah. money over actually taking care of people. So you think they'd be okay with yeah. this? My suggestion to him, you know, he's probably not listening, but uh, no, he's probably <laughs> he's probably like in a hospital yeah. right now. But um, you know, China has really good. <laughs> I was thinking that <laughs> I was thinking that myself. They have a really good organ donor. <laughs> yes, That's you know, you can up. get in fast and cheap. That is fucked up. <laughs> Oh, God. It says, the hospital's carefully worded statement may suggest other factors lie behind the man's ineligibility, aside from his unvaccinated status, but it refused to discuss specifics, citing patient privacy. Whatever. The hospital added that most of the 100,000 people in wait list for organ transplants will not receive an organ within five years because of the shortage of available organs. Mr. Ferguson has been in the hospital since Thanksgiving weekend, uh, in 2021, and he suffers from hereditary heart issue that causes his lungs to fill with blood and fluid, according to a GoFundMe. The organizer, the organizer of the fundraiser said Mr. Ferguson was concerned he could experience cardiac inflammation. So he has, yes, he has very, he has a bad heart. Yeah. Yes. And there's it's this a potential. Valid concern. It's a valid concern. Yes. It's like, my heart's already bad. Yeah. I don't want to make it worse by getting this vaccine. Yeah. yeah. He was concerned he could experience cardiac inflammation, a potential side effect from coronavirus vaccination that the U.S. CDC emphasizes rare and temporary. Yes, it might be rare and temporary, but for somebody that already a has bad a fucked heart. up heart. Yes, it's a death sentence. You know, when they talk about, like, the people with higher chances of getting COVID mm -hmm. are the ones we should be concerned about. Well, what about the people that have higher chances of getting yeah. Uh, this like heart inflammation and having actual serious yeah. damage done because yeah. the people like with heart conditions, they're very concerned about those people getting COVID mm -hmm. because it's a pre pre existing condition that this would exacerbate, I, but they don't give two shits about yeah. their stupid vaccine exacerbating these pre-existing this conditions. guy's probably been waiting for a heart for five years no it says since november since he's november oh that's list. it oh okay or he's been in the hospital since november oh, okay. so uh i don't know he's probably had the condition for a while well, but yeah it's but got... I, my thought was that you know if he's been on the list for five years and all of a sudden now they're like oh we're sorry you know you're not vaccinated so you're not gonna we're not gonna be able to give you that heart it, but wait i've been on the list for five years right last but certainly not least, staying in line with these Orwellian COVID policies, like letting us die because we don't subscribe to your religion of vaccinations that 
may or may not work, that may or may not give you a heart inflammation. So we'll just let you fucking die instead. Right. Because that that just makes so much more sense. Um, In line with that, apparently the New York Times is telling people to snitch on unvaccinated colleagues who are sick. They would. Of course they would. It's the New York Times. Yeah. This one's from thefederalist.com. Let me try to blow this up because I can't read. That's so small. What is happening? It's the New York Times. Well, it's my, my screen over there. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Poetic Justice is an advice column that offers better advice to submissions at other publications whose advice has failed the reader. I like that column. <laughs> yeah. The New York Times ethicist columnist counseled a reader Tuesday to reveal his colleague's COVID diagnosis and vaccination status at the office in an effort to encourage greater vigilance, i.e. COVID compliance. The full submission from the anonymous reader is below. So this is was an op-ed in the, in the yeah. New York Times, but the New York Times still read it or yeah. ran it. it. says, I work in an office with cubicles six feet apart. But we are all up and about throughout the day. We are supposed to wear a mask every time we step outside our cubicles, but for short interactions, that often doesn't happen. The CDC says the risk is higher if people are within six feet of one another for a total of 15 minutes a day. That is probably the case for all of us. My closest cubicle mate is unvaccinated and came down with COVID. He did not tell anybody, but I found out. And I am furious that he exposed me and did not tell me. He is now out on quarantine, having told others it was a different illness. Therapists are expected to break the confidentiality glass and tell a target if his or her life is in danger. So <laughs> he's comparing this to like if a serial killer right. yeah. told his therapist, hey, I'm going to kill this fucker. Yeah. They're supposed to break their confidentiality yeah. in order to save somebody else's life. He's comparing this to this guy in his cubicle. Coughing a few times, yeah. being unvaccinated, and not telling somebody. Yeah, do you think? Do you, do you I, see I, the I, correlation there? Is I, that I, stretching? Yeah, maybe I, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Yes. If he exposes us carelessly, our lives could be in danger. I could wear an N95 all day, I suppose. But what about the others? Well, they could as well. Also, I wear suppose N95. if they're that, or they could stay home. Yeah. In any case. Such measures are not foolproof. <laughs> really? No shit. Giving his carelessness and refusal to be vaccinated and the real possibility that he could be reinfected, is it ethical to share the fact that he has COVID? Name withheld. <laughs> the Times responded to the hysterical claims of lethal danger from a virus with a high survival rate by explaining <coughs> collegiality is a two-way street. This employee having lied about his condition, chose not to inform you and others around him in the workplace about his possible exposure, wrote ethicist columnist Quim Anthony Apaya. As you note, his decision to remain unvaccinated means that he could face an elevated risk of reinfection compared with the person in his situation who was also vaccinated and boosted. Not really. Proven. Particularly at a time when the rate of infection remains high, it would probably make sense for workers to comply with office precautionary policies more rigorously. Letting people know that they have interacted unmasked with someone who could have infected them might encourage greater vigilance. So basically, rat out your coworkers right. if they're unvaccinated yeah. and infected. I mean, honestly, I think 
that person, if he was infected, should probably say something to his coworkers. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, just so you know, I I came down with this. But I don't think people should necessarily be like, oh, he's I mean, as far as like, hey, did you hear about so and so? He was infected. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that big of an, a violation. Right. Yeah. But to can to consider the fact like consider somebody's vaccination status as something that should be you should right. report to the office or your coworkers that so and so is not vaccinated. Right. No, that's just. Yeah. That's just rat, being a rat. Yeah. Well, and when they look at the fact that somebody who's not vaccinated is on par with the serial killer, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could understand his, his, his not wanting to with reveal too much. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could see going to the boss and be like, Hey, or, you know, email, whatever, be like, Hey, you know, got COVID going to stay home. Just mm-hmm. need to let you know. Right. I mean, I want to know how this person found out, about not only their vaccination status, but also the fact that they had COVID rather than something else that they said they had. Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. They probably Going thought through their was, emails. Probably thought he was a friend and was like, "Hey, uh, just letting you know, yeah. I had actually had COVID." And he yeah. he turned into a freaking Karen about it. Right. Says absent legal restraints. Apaya said the infected colleague should expect no such medical privacy for the crime of resistance to Centers for Disease Control compliant. The crime of resistance, uh, which is inconsistent at best. The utility of face masks is among them. At the risk of making false assumptions, the submission's author is likely vaccinated and boosted absent an underlying condition that would prohibit such artificial immunization. His complaint of a colleague's vaccination status offer an educated guess. Despite his own protection, then, why does it matter whether a coworker has similarly taken the COVID vaccine? Even more so, why does it raise the level of office gossip and infringement on co-workers privacy again that goes right back to the question if your vaccine is so great yeah your n95 masks are so great right why the hell do you care why does it matter that this guy is unvaccinated right. and infected yeah if it does the job it's supposed to who fucking cares yeah right if it doesn't then why are you even bitching about this right exactly who cares exactly and this <laughs> person sounds like somebody who yes Got their vaccine, has probably got their three or four boosters, wears their three mask everywhere, masks. has a, a thing of Purell sitting on their desk. Plastic wrap over its right. cubicle. Exactly. I, I've seen that, actually. Like People like oh, I have too. plastic yeah. over the tops of their cubicles yeah. and over their doors yeah. and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, dude, what, what are you doing? You're just making an incubator yeah. for every disease. Probably has man. like a piece of tape at six feet so that the person doesn't like get too right. close. Whoa, 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 whoa. The tape, the tape. You stay over there, yeah. please. I, I don't need your disease. So... Rat out your office workers, your Absolutely. coworkers. Right. Obviously, you should. Again, I I think he that the coworker should be nice enough to say yeah. to the people, at least the people in his yeah sphere there, like within a few cubicles. Hey, um, or anybody that he spent a lot of time around. Uh, just so you know, I I kind of right. had uh COVID. It's common uh, courtesy. Yeah. But does the whole office fucking need to know no. that? No. Does anybody need to know his vaccination yeah. status if they're yeah. that concerned? Who fucking cares about your vaccination right. status? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is this person going to, you know, send out a company wide email? You know, probably. Hey, Jim in uh, accounting um, isn't vaccinated. And he might have had COVID just so yeah. y'all. We're know. not sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm 99%. And I'm sure. infuriated because I'm vaccinated and I've been wearing a mask and now yeah. I'm scared that I'm going to get COVID. Yeah. Right. 
Do you see the common sense that goes yeah. into that statement there? If I die, I'm suing. That's that's just the, <laughs> the mentality. Like, it is. Nothing yeah. fucking makes sense. Yeah. And that's just, like, been the last two, two fucking years now. That's been the common sense of the last two years. Mm-hmm. More common sense than that. This is the last thing I promise. I'm not even going to read this article. But some Greek holy man is sowing vaccine mistrust. By saying the vaccines are the mark of the Antichrist. No, oh, they've been saying that now for a while. Oh, well, yeah. Everything that's like yeah, microchips. Uh, yeah. Do you remember barcodes were yeah. supposed to be the mark yeah. of the Antichrist? Right. Then uh, yeah. uh, the RFID chips on yeah. your, your credit cards yeah. were the mark of the Antichrist. Yeah. Then now it's uh, the vaccines implanting yeah. you they, with a mic. They've mic-... been looking for the mark of the Antichrist for the last thousand years. However, more common sense goes into that Greek holy man yeah. than the guy that wrote in saying... Look, I wear a mask, I'm triple vaccinated, and yeah. my coworker is being an asshole, and I'm afraid for my life. Right. There's no common sense there, and there's certainly maybe maybe like a shred of common sense yeah. for this because of his religion. Okay. He, like, I'm, I'm not saying this guy's right. I'm just saying he's probably more right than that guy right. at, yeah. who wrote to the New York Times. Because this says uh, – In a remote monastery in northern Greece, an Orthodox abbot delivers a blunt message to dozens of maskless worshipers. Uh, COVID-19 vaccines are the mark of the Antichrist. I see what they're doing here. They're going to crack down now on religions. Oh, yeah. They already have started. It's going to be a mainstream thing now to crack down on religions for vaccine uh, uh, hesitancy and and misinformation. Yes. Yep. Vaccine skepticism is rampant in the country's north, where clerics and monks play a key role in the lives of their followers, often serving as a personal confessor. Earlier this month, dozens gathered to celebrate the name day of Abbot Maximus in the monastery outside the village of Milikori, west of the nearest town of Day. <laughs> They're killing me here. Says, sitting down to a simple buffet, the 88-year-old abbot used the occasion to hammer home his anti-vaccine message. In the end, only a thousand people will escape it, he warned. To those present, his words carry divine weight. Abbot Maximus has been in the monastery 50 years. He is a holy man. He has been my confessor for over 40 years. These are different people. So all the, it's basically, he's, he's quoting the Bible there. Mm-hmm. By, but he's tying the COVID vaccine to the mark of the beast and whatever, right. and the thousand only thousand people will right survive survive it. Um, and his followers are believing him. It's funny that they're going full blown like Greek Orthodox here, because I guarantee you there are evangelical churches. Oh yes, absolutely. Here in the United States, that are hardcore yeah. preaching there was the same. Somebody thing. who showed me some kind of a it was like a podcast type thing, and they're like, "You got to watch this." And it was somebody talking about how, you know, the vaccines were all the, the mark of the beast and how they were subjecting people and all this. I stuff. haven't even really heard it, but I knew it was I knew it was there because, yeah. like you said, everything has been everything technological has been the mark of the right. beast. Yeah. Is it the mark of the beast, Bill? No, I don't think you so. You don't think so? No, no, no. I don't think so. That doesn't mean To be honest, I'm not sure what it is yet. I I it, I really don't like I don't think it's the mark of the beast, but I I don't understand why the insistence that everybody gets it when it does that it alone clearly makes work. it me maybe skeptical that maybe it is the mark of the beast. <laughs> That's fine. You know, the as hard it's yeah. the it's the first thing they've pushed this hardcore. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it before. That brainwash people so hardcore yes. to inject this shit into their body 
Yeah. Maybe this is a precursor for the mark of the beast. Maybe it's yeah. the start. Maybe they like, let's see if people go with the vaccine and then bam, we're going to hit them with the mark of the beast. Yes. <laughs> if you like COVID-19 vaccines, you're going to love this new mark of the beast. It's not really. We just call it that. No. I like if you subscribe to the mark of the beast thing in the Bible, like if you're yeah. Christian, Catholic, Orthodox, whatever, I don't necessarily see the vaccine as being that. If anything were going to be that, it's going to be the chips that are going to, like, regulate everything. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. Because that's yeah. what the Bible says the mark of the beast yeah. is. Like, you can't buy, sell, or trade without it. Right. Um, they want to basically have access to all your data, whether that be biological data, right. personal data, yeah. physical data. Facial recognition for yeah. the IRS. Yeah. yeah, the IRS wants to start doing facial recognition now to pay your taxes yeah. so I, I think all of it collectively will be combined to be the mark of the beast at some point yeah. if if there is in fact a mark of the beast it's not right. going to be the vaccine i think maybe that's a precursor to brainwash pe enough yeah. people to take this one thing for the good of humanity You're right and maybe if that works and they'll be like now you got to get this chip put in you yeah <laughs> It's the Mark of the Beast trial run. Yeah. We're in the tri the beta stage of the Mark. The MOB. <laughs> we are out of time. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, make sure you come back tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to talk about truckers. We've never talked about truckers before. Not, not on not air. Real, not really. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about truckers because that's a big story. Yes, it is. And huge. it applies to these stupid COVID re regulations, the stupid COVID brainwashing. Yeah. We got the Canadian truckers of all people are pissed off. You know you fucked up when you pissed off the Canadian truckers. Oh, yeah, because they don't get pissed at shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless it's the French Canadians. Yeah, but I don't true. think it, I don't think it's yeah. the French Canadians. No, it's no more, this is this is the, the legitimate Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like the Donald Trump. <laughs> I hope we don't have any French Canadians. This is like MAGA world yes. of Canada, yeah. basically, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. fucking know. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow night on our live stream. Same time as always, every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure you come for that because I don't even know what we're going to talk about yet. I just know no, we're going to talk about the truckers. Big. It's it big. is really big. Yeah. So I got to still Again, do Canadian some truckers don't get angry. They don't have road rage. So yeah. the fact that they're, yes. The fact that they are uh, basically storming the Capitol. Yeah. Justin Trudeau's in hiding right yes, now. Yes, like Saddam Hussein style. Yeah. <laughs> so it's big enough that we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yes. So make sure you show up for that. Check out our brand new website at breakthebellpod.com. Otherwise, follow us all over social media. Share, like, subscribe, all that fun, happy shit that we tell you to do. We're going to get out of here. Yes. Don't get the mark of the beast. No. Which is probably not the vaccine. But don't get the vaccine <laughs> either. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is all stupid. Yes. It's ridiculous. And... Don't put a pantsuit on Minnie Mouse. Or Mickey. Most importantly, do not put a pantsuit Yes. And on if Minnie you Mouse. find the green M&M attractive, you may want to see <laughs> you have You have more issues in your life than sexism if you find the green M&M attractive. All right, we're going to get out of here. Make sure you enjoy the rest of your weekend, whatever, what three and a half hours are left of it. We'll catch you tomorrow night, 7 Central Time. Goodbye. Peace. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. 
A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.